0: they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. I'm your host, Stacey St. John. And before we get into today's show, I want to share a quote that resonated with me today. It says, it is impossible to live without failing at something, unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which you fail by default. What great words of advice from the famous author, J.K. Rowling. Now, I wanted to let you know that today's episode with award-winning designer, Tatiana Taylor Tate, is a bit different. And first, I have to warn you that I sound a little strange. (laughs) I happened to record this episode while I was traveling, and I was using a different microphone while I was on the road, and I happened to be sitting in a closet conducting the interview. No joke. I'm not going to bore you with the details right now, but just know I sound a little different. I also want to let you know, though, that the type of conversation I have today with Tatiana is also very different, and in a few minutes, you'll know exactly what I mean. I want to personally thank Tatiana for being willing to share her heart-wrenching story with us, and it's my sincerest hope that somehow, some way, you take something from this conversation and use it for good in your own life or someone else's. Now let's go ahead and dive in. So today we are here with Tatiana Taylor-Tate. Tatiana, I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I feel honored to be on here.
0: Oh, so first, before we jump into our convo, I would love for you to just introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about who you are and where you are located.
1: Yes, my name is Tatiana Taylor-Tate. I'm an award-winning interior designer and short-term rental coach from Vancouver, Canada, born and raised. And with that, today I'm a little, I'm located different. I'm in Tulum, Mexico, so we're tuning in from there, which is nice to be in the sunshine because it's raining back home. But I have been in the short-term rental industry and interior design industry for eight years
0: now. Awesome. And I'm just curious, how did you even get into this industry to begin with? Like most people, I did fall
1: into it. So with that, I was going through some periods of, I guess, transition periods in my life, which I'm sure we're going to dive into on here But with that, I had a friend that actually put me in touch with the developer who was in need of someone to do interior design. At that time, I didn't have any interior design qualifications. I actually ended up doing a certification later on. But at that time, I did graphic design and marketing was my background and my diploma. So I was, I loved interior design. I loved the ideas and like bringing a vision to life. And I was like, oh, graphic design, interior design, color theory, they're the same. I could do that. And I kind of, they gave me a shot and it worked out. They absolutely, the clients absolutely loved what I put together. The developer loved it so much that we actually, he became a mentor of mine and I started working under his company. At first it was contract because I was like, I'm going to do my thing still. But yes, I want to help you and kind of dabble in this and see where it takes me. And from there, I think in under a year, he brought me on his company. I ended up being VP of his company and at the same time did my certification and everything in interior design so I could learn more. But Nothing beats learning on the job site. I have to say that.
0: Amen to that. And I don't know about you, but I still feel like I learn on the job site every time I do it. Every day. (laughs) That's a
1: word design because they come out with something new all the time. And it's so funny because if it's like a, a specific item or design that I don't know the name yet to, or I'm trying to explain to like some of the builders, sometimes you can tell if I'm a little bit new on some things because I'm like, you know, that thingy that does this. And but I've learned so much. Uh, we've built houses from the ground up. We've done heritage restorations, commercial restaurants I've done. And short term rentals are my favorite, but they're probably like the easiest to me, to
0: be honest. I can imagine. I can imagine. So if that's okay with you, you know, you had mentioned a previous time in your life. I want, I want to talk with you about that today. And, and for those of you who are listening to this podcast going, well, we're supposed to be talking about interior design if we're talking to Tatiana. We will talk about some interior design, but I want to talk with you about your journey. You know, and I, I have said this to Tatiana so many times. Every time I see her, I feel like girlfriend looks like a supermodel. She always looks so gorgeous and put together. And at the same time, I was really moved by when I heard some of your story. And I, I would love to talk with you about that today because maybe on the outside, you've always looked like you're so put together, but maybe on the inside, there was a time where you didn't feel so put together. And I, I heard you mention that in your past, you let Exterior situations define you, or you let things really affect you or break you. I'm just wondering, would you share with us a little bit about that, old Tatiana? Yeah. Oh wow. Um,
1: so I guess to give like a little bit of a backstory of anyone that maybe has dealt with this or like been through that, but growing so like growing up on my mother's side, she dealt with mental illness. She had bipolar. So we grew up kind of in the environment where you're like, and this kind of goes back to what you're saying, where I look put together. It goes back into, okay, you know, there's problems going on the inside and there's problems going on mentally, but don't let anyone see that. That's kind of what we were always taught, like growing up is smile. Things are great, but on the inside, we're we're growing up and my mother's, you know, stuck in bed or cleaning in the middle of the night because that's when we're having a manic period and that's what's normal. And I think to anyone, and it's really interesting being, I guess, more of a creative because it kind of like opens you up to those things. And that's normal to me. And that's probably, you know, things like that growing up and seeing my mom struggle with her mental illness and like times that maybe appeared fun to us, the cleaning in the middle of the night or anything like that. But that's what's normal to me now and allows me to be the most creative possible. But so growing up and going back to that is my mother struggled with that for majority of her life. She was diagnosed when she was 25 and she had me when she was 21. So from there, we didn't know anything different. But later, about 2014, 20, early 2015, she was struggling a lot with her mental health. And we went through... Oh, now I'm going to get upset here. We went through two times where she, two suicide attempts on her end. And I've never shared that publicly on the stories here. But with that, it was a lot. And it took a lot out of me personally, kind of being the adult in the scenario. And from there, she finally through some help through the hospital. She was kind of getting everything back together. And we were so excited for her and like so happy. And I remember like Thanksgiving, she was there. And I do this thing every Thanksgiving where you have to write on a card three things you're thankful for. And she said, you know, her family, her friends and second chances. And I will never forget that. And this is supposed to be a podcast. And I'm crying now. <laughs> My eyes out. Um, but with that. That was on Thanksgiving in Canada, which is October 11th. And on October 31st, I actually lost my mom. Oh, goodness. car accident um, on Halloween night. And so that was probably like one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. And with that, but also in a weird way, and sometimes I feel guilty for even saying this, I feel... Better that that happened because she's now at peace and not struggling with what she was, but on top of that we i was a one thing I'll take from my mom is like she not only would give her shirt off her own back, so that's one thing that like I take pride in is I am a helper, I am giving I will do what I can to help people out, but our dark sense of humor so that's one thing like I will always try to find light in a dark situation and make turn it into a positive. So going through that was a lot. And I had to learn a lot about myself. And at that point, I thought I was already at rock bottom. And shortly after that, the universe said, you know, they have a funny way of showing it. And they said, no, girl, this is not your rock bottom. We're going to really see how far we can go with this. And one thing I always was taught growing up and like seeing how resilient my mom was dealing with anything was that, you know, with hard work, sacrifice, things will pay off. And if you can create that strength, then you have the power to take on anything and nothing is impossible. So with that, I was already grieving. I felt lost. I was shutting people out. And then I got laid off from my job and this was a job that I put 60 hours a week plus in and any kind of job before when before I was an entrepreneur and doing working for myself I was a people pleaser I guess we can say I would break my back working for people like break my back and I always needed that positive, like reassurance that I was doing a good job or else I felt like I'm not doing good enough. I need someone to tell me that I did good, that I, you know, like that I sold this many. And with that, it was a huge hit. In Canada here, we can, we get laid off. So I got a layoff, which allowed to still pay for a portion of my bills and everything like that while I either found a new job or figured it out. And at that time I was like, I lost my mom. I have no job. I don't know what I want to do. I was kind of like trying to like do graphic design online. So I still had some clients there that helped supplement being laid off. But I was feeling so lost. And at that point, I felt really alone. And I had my dog, which was my dog from like when I got him on my sweet 16. And so this dog is my best friend. Like I tell this dog everything. We do everything together. And at that point, he was started to get really sick. So shortly after that, it was my mom passed away. I got laid off in my job and then my dog died all within two months. And oh, my goodness is right. I couldn't believe what was happening. And I think it was like, you know, that cinematic moment when the like main characters like screaming to the heavens why me why is this happening what else can happen? like what else can you give me and it it was one of those moments and all I felt was that I needed to change my environment I needed to get out of whatever was happening and because I just felt I could feel the negative energy pouring in and I was like I can't be here anymore I need to switch it up I don't Care what that looks like, but let's make something happen. And originally, I had a trip planned with a roommate at the time, but she ended up having to move out and she bailed on the trip. But I, something in me was like, you can't let that person change your trajectory of what's going to happen here. So I was like, you know what? You're not stopping me. I'm going to go on the trip solo myself. So I did six weeks in Europe. And at that time is kind of when the whole short-term rental thing happened because that's when I was like, you know, Vancouver real estate is very expensive. I can't afford to just like up and leave and also pay for a trip. So I rented out my whole place initially while I was away and that covered all of my expenses at home and some of my trip in Europe, which was amazing. And then when I came back, I was like, okay, there's something here. I'm tired of going back and forth and looking, you know, for roommates and trying to find someone who's trustworthy off of Craigslist and- Good luck with that. (laughs) Exactly, right? And what, I was like, you know what? It worked really good with Airbnb as a whole let's see what a private room rental looks like let's you know and i actually gave up my bedroom cuz it was like the nicer decorated one so i gave up my bedroom and i moved into the secondary bedroom and it was it, it was amazing like i couldn't believe how many people booked the types of people i was meeting it really helped because kind of going back on my trip in europe i stayed at a lot of hostels And with that, I wanted to meet people and I wanted to connect with people, but I also didn't want to just be at the party hostels. So I was like at the tier up, which is like the nicer boutique ones. And with that, I basically met so many people. And that feeling when you're traveling, you're like a total different person. You're open to ideas that you never thought you would be before, you're confident, you're outgoing you want to just experience life to the fullest. And you actually like stop and listen to people and listen to their stories and what they're going through. And one of the things like I got to share my story so much as I was doing that. But one of the things that I really took home with me and throughout additional things I did to work on myself was that we are all feeling the same, like underneath it all, like I may have it together, but like, I'm still worried about the same things that majority of, you know, females are going to worry about and that was so valuable alone just to take.
0: Yeah. Wow, I feel like I have so many related but different situations, you know, in in my life where you know, certain things happen to you, you wonder why on earth they're happening to you. You understand that negativity can eat at your soul right it can it can really eat at your your core and yet there is beauty when you understand that you have the power to change your future and yeah i mean of course we cannot we cannot predict the things that are going to happen to us but it's how we react or how we look at those situations that happened to us and find beauty and find um, new opportunities. And it sounds like, you know, you went through an extremely tragic time in your life. And from that time came a very beautiful thing when not only you were able to discover maybe a new you or the new blossom blossoming version of you But also you discovered the world of short-term rentals out of all of this. I think that's amazing. I think, and
1: that's one of the things, like, for all growing up, I always, like, knew I have some, and, and this may not be my purpose, like, that is one thing, but I always knew, like, there's a burning fire in me. I know I'm destined for something. And when I was younger, I was like, I don't know what that is yet. I just know there's something in me and it needs to come out. And growing up and even now, sometimes I have to like get rein it in. But I've always been a planner in the sense of like, I need control of what's happening to figure it out. And as I was traveling and going through everything and everything was, let's say when I actually hit what I thought was my rock bottom. Is there so much beauty in when everything's kind of like stripped away and you have no choice but to just jump in and And that was kind of one of the things that I loved the most. And I know now even the same way, like if there's anything, I know I need to change something, but now I just go, okay, we just got to jump in and do it and we're going to figure it out later because we can't control uh, everything that's around us. We can only control what's inside of us. And that was such a valuable lesson for me to learn to be able to move forward in my life and as a person.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, you know, as you developed yourself or went through kind of a a journey and a transition into may I call it the new Tatiana, are there certain types of books that you read? Did you read podcast or did you read podcasts? Did you listen to podcasts? Did you study under someone? Like what did you do or did you do something specific to really, really snowball that transformation. So
1: many things. Like I I was on like this just self-discovery journey, the amount of books and everything I read. And one book that I particularly like, like my whole library, it's so funny because my fiance will be like, I read nonfiction and things like that. And my whole library is self-help. That is all I read is self-help. And just the mind and human behavior is so fascinating to me and the psychology behind it. But one book I swear by, it is mainly female oriented, but like I I've given it to a lot of my guy friends to read because it was so life-changing and eye-opening for me, is called Light is the New Black. It's by Rebecca, I can't remember the last name, but it's by oh, Rebecca Campbell. And it is so powerful, if, especially if you are more on the spiritual side and open to that mindset. But she does kind of touch on both sides. But that book helped me through some of the darkest times and really put a lot into perspective. So I'd highly recommend reading that one. As for podcasts, I think there's that there's one called like the mindful pod. It's like the mindful podcast or something like that. That's really cool. Also, oh man, there's so many things. I did a lot of meditation workshops and there was a workshop called the full moon one and it was for all women. And that one was really interesting because a lot of it, each full moon was different. So every month was different. And in that it was either meditation, our breath work, our journaling. But the thing that was the most inspiring about it kind of going back to, I said, where we're all struggling with the same things was they would mix us in groups. And like, I get anxiety and like nervousness, especially when I have to like, you know, take off the veil and show everyone my dirty laundry. But with that, it again pushed you. You had no choice but to share and say all these things. And like one of the workshops that they did was we all had to like get in a circle and pretend in the middle of us was like a fire. And in, and I, this is all going to sound very woo woo, but like you know, we all took turns getting in the middle and we would say basically all of our fears, everything we feared in life, all the girls around you would kind of like brush that all down and then it would burn up and you would just feel so free. And it's just a small, simple exercise But how freeing it felt to kind of like unleash those things and get them out of you was so moving. And then on top of that, like one thing I always swear by, and I know a lot of people are either scared or it has a bad name or they don't really know what to expect or they just don't want to deal with their demons, whatever it is. But counseling really helped me a lot. Through dealing with grieving of my mother and childhood stuff. And with that, it was more, it was so funny because with counseling, I would always go there and we would talk through everything. But of course, the whole time I'm mainly doing the talking and she's doing the listening. And with that, counseling is more like you're just being able to talk everything out instead of talking with you know, your girlfriends or your friends. And then everyone tries to throw an opinion and it gets clouded. With the counseling, it was amazing because I could talk everything out. She would ask me how I feel about that or what I think about things. And then afterwards, I would go home and I would be able to work through what I said. And that was probably the most powerful um, about it. And it it was funny because there were times that like I love my counselor and there were times that she would be like, I'd go in and I'd be stressed about something. And I'd be like, I'm stressed really about this. I don't know how it's going to figure itself out. And I think at one point she was frustrated with me because she was like, everything works out for you. (laughs) And I was like, like, what? And I was like shocked to hear that. But I'm a big believer in the universe always provides. And it may not be a way that I can see at that moment or maybe I have to go through the trenches to get to that resolution. But now it's funny because although I was offended in that moment of what she said, I carry that thought with me whenever I'm going through something hard now. And I'm like, this is just an obstacle. I have to go through this to become the person that I'm trying to become. And I don't know the lesson. I don't know all the answers but it's going to be okay. Cause no matter how tough it gets, nothing will beat what I've already gone through.
0: I love that. I love that. And it's, it's so true. And I'm going to very strangely ask you with all of the personal work that you have done on yourself, how do you believe that has impacted you in your career in short-term rentals? Again, I know, you're doing so many amazing things. And I know that it takes a lot of hard work to not only execute those, but as a woman, as someone who has so many exciting years ahead of her, it can also feel like a lot of pressure too. So I'm just curious, how would you define that personal work and the journey you were on personally How would you define that that has impacted your career in short term rental?
1: Oh, it has definitely impacted my career. Like, I would not be the person I am today without doing the work and what I've been through. Of course, like, I would never wish what I went through on anybody, but I would not be who I am today without having to go through those trials and work through it. But it's funny because. When you're doing self-work and especially being an entrepreneur in a business and you're trying to do all these things, it it never stops. It is always a work in progress. And I don't want anyone to kind of like get in their mind, oh, that sounds exhausting. I don't want to do it because it is the most rewarding thing that you could possibly like find out there. Like, honestly, I used to be one of those people when I was younger where I was like, I'll do all these things and then I'll be happy. And then we get there and you're like, okay, this just feels like yesterday. This, nothing is different here. And it's the same thing. And with doing the work, you realize that that's, it's in me that matters. And that's where, you know, what are my values, my beliefs, and what is the person that I want to be in this world? Not what everyone else wants me to be, but- you know, it's not easy. Of course, there's times where I slip up and either my ego saying, oh, you're not good enough. You can't do this. Or, you know, this person's business is better. And we all have that. Social media is very bad for doing that to us. But at the end of the day, I try to remind myself and go back and do the work if I'm feeling anxious or anything like that and realize how far I've come and the things that I have gone through. Because a lot of the time, I do the work and I have my head down and I'm working and I'm trying to succeed through all these things and I'll forget the things I've actually done. To realize and take that moment to self-reflect and look at how many things that you've gone through in your life, even if you're from a small child, like the amount of stuff that we as humans have to deal with on a day-to-day is mind-boggling. Like, we should all be patting ourselves on the back through things that we've been through because, you know, we, we've we been through all of it, you know, and that is the fun and exciting thing that I've started to embrace that is life. That is what life is. It's, you know, it's not going to be a straight path. It's the roller coaster of life. And if I didn't go through those things, I look at it like a story. What What would I want my biography to say in the end? If it was like, She went to school. She did these things. She worked nine to five, and everything worked out kind of dandy in the end. What kind of story is that? I want to leave a legacy, and I want to inspire people around me. And
0: you gotta go. You gotta go through some thick dirt to get through that. Yeah, and you know, I think I've heard you say life is not rainbows and sunshines all the time. I mean, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Everyone has dirty laundry. Everyone has the closet where there are some skeletons here and there, you know, no one on this earth is perfect. And I think, you know, there are opportunities for each of us every single day to make a choice about how we want to look at things, whether I'm happy or I'm not, or this sucks or this doesn't suck. I mean, heck, there are things that happen that suck. Let me tell you. And when those things happen, at least for me personally, it's really easy to get honed in on how bad the situation is. But if you take it as a learning opportunity, whether it's with, you know, think about a guest or a design gone wrong or, you know, a situation that maybe happened that you could have done something better. And if we look at it as an opportunity to beat ourselves up, Yes, we could do that. But if we look at it as an opportunity to improve ourselves for the future, that's the beauty in all of it, right? We're all a continuous work in progress. What's the saying? Life is a journey, not a destination. Like we're all making ourselves better each and every day. And I think one thing that's
1: so important to say, and I used to put this on me, is I always used to put this time limit. Why are we putting these imaginary time limits on ourselves? Like nobody, nobody told me you have five minutes to figure this out or it's life or death. But we, do, we tend to do this to ourselves so often and it creates that stress and anxiety. Like I used to say to people, I was like, I'm a high functioning, like stress person. Like you got to put me in a stressful situation and then I will shine. But one thing that I really started being more mindful of was, okay, yes, maybe I'm like, I don't have the success now, or maybe I'm not big on Instagram now, or, you know, I didn't receive that award, things like that. But who said I had to receive it by X amount of years or by a certain age? Like, my journey is developing itself. And I, I believe I will get there. And I will get there at the
0: time that I'm supposed to. Okay, so let me ask you this. Where is there? When you say, "I believe I will get there," where is there?
1: I feel like so that is ever developing. I feel it's over one moment you think you're like, "Okay, this is the vision, and this is what I want for myself," and that I think a lot more as we get older. And I'm sure maybe Stacy, you're o- a bit older than me. Can we not talk about that? <laughs> not by Only only year. But with that, like. Did you feel that as you got older, you realized the things like maybe when you were younger, you're like, okay, I want to be successful and I need money in my bank account and these things. Did that start kind of like falling away and you, those were not the priorities anymore?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, I won't bore you with my life story, but I mean, there was a day where I let my weight define me and i mean i was i'm going to say fanatical about it you know i i i was uh i was anorexic in high school and while i thankfully was healed from that it for many 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 years it really defined who i was and as i got older i discovered that yes i mean i would definitely like to be the size 4 i was many years ago but my priorities have changed. Something like that. Of course, I want to be healthy. Of course, I want want to take care of, of my body. But at the same time, because I'm a size eight doesn't mean I'm any less of a person, right? And I get to enjoy a glass of wine and some cheese every once in a while, you yeah. <laughs> know? So your priorities do change. And what's important to you absolutely changes. But I also think there is an opportunity, at least that I've seen in myself, that sometimes you have kind of this outer body experience where you're looking at yourself going, you see, why are you stressed out in that situation? You don't need to be stressed out where you begin to be able to almost self reflect in real time. I don't know if that sounds weird or not.
1: A hundred percent. I get that. And, and that's one of the things that I'd say through doing the work, I've been not, I'm not perfect every time, but I'm more self-aware now. And it's, I feel like it's a blessing and a curse sometimes because you can be like, oh, you're spiraling out right now and you're acting like this. But thank you so much for sharing that, by the way, like that, that is something hard to go through. So I'm amazed to hear that and so much respect for you and that uh, but, like, I completely understand where you're coming from because that's where you get pushed so far to an edge. And then you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Things have to change. And sometimes people don't hit that edge and they keep going. But everyone kind of, in my opinion, you know, it's hard and you can get help and you can ask people for guidance. But until you are 100% ready, To make those changes then you know you're still probably going to be running in the same spot
0: yeah yeah okay if i may if i can even bring it back to the world of design i feel like we i mean i could just pull up a bowl of popcorn and keep talking because i think that this is such great conversation and so many things that again in a short-term rental conference or in a networking session or on a podcast, we're usually talking about our properties and we're talking about our guests and how can we be better hosts. But I think it's really important to talk about how can we be better people? How can we grow from the inside out? Because when we invest in ourselves and improving ourselves, our whole world changes everything changes. So I appreciate you being willing to share your story with us and being willing to tell us about, again, I'm going to call her old Tatiana. And it's beautiful to see not only who you are today, but I recognize that fire inside of your belly. Like I know you are a person like that and you have the ability to inspire other people. So Thank you for that. Okay, so if I might, I want to bring back, you mentioned the word vision and having the ability to kind of see your future or what you wanted out of your future. And I want to bring that back into the realm of design, okay? Because there have been many, many times where I'm working on a project and I'm feeling very overwhelmed because design maybe doesn't come as naturally, for some of us, as it does for others. But I truly believe that having a vision for what you want before you ever buy anything for a property is critically important. You agree with that statement? A hundred percent. And it doesn't mean like you have to know
1: that vision, uh, like all of it at that moment. Like a lot of the times, I could create a vision or one of my clients would have one item, one item that's sentimental to them or one feature about a property that they loved. And we build the vision around that and things start kind of developing around that one item. So there's a lot of ways that you can incorporate design. But for me personally, I'm really big on having because I find people so fascinating I want to really include that in all of the properties that I create. And with that, I like to get to know the person. I like to see what they're a little bit about. We usually do a fun thing where they're going to, I want them to just go crazy and pin as many things on Pinterest as possible. And then I go in afterwards and I look at all of it and I'm like, okay, I can really get a sense of this person, what their interests are, what they like. And how far we're willing to push it out of their comfort zone. So your vision in start like developing your property, a room, or you know, a development completely is so vital to have it doesn't need to be all figured out, but just one thing that you know. And it doesn't have to be an item, it doesn't have to be a theme of like, I want it to be Boho. It could be one of the things that I love. To design around the most is an emotion that you want to evoke in people. And
0: I think that alone is so powerful. I love that. Okay. So I have a question about my own. And I'm, I don't really know that it's an emotion. So I'm curious to hear your feedback on it. I always say that when people walk into my properties, I want them to go, wow. You know, is that an emotion? Is that good enough? Or do I need a tangible? No, that that is good enough. And it's
1: so funny that you say that. So I have one of my properties, which is my favorite, is the peach in Penticton. It's in the Okanagan. And this is a vacation destination. It's wine country. People go there. And with that, because I have the ring doorbell and it senses when it turns on and I can like it'll record from the moment they go just when they open the door, I can't see anything or anything like that but it records for a second as that movement happens. And one of my favorite things is if I go back and they open the door from that first moment, I hear, oh my God, or that, wow, or it looks beautiful. And that is literally what I strive for. So I a hundred percent understand that feeling that you're getting. One of the things about that, that I'm really big on, like I know everyone's right now to differentiate your property is like, theme it, make it different. Like these different ways or like, you know, invest in all these amenities. But I am still a big believer in timeless design. And of course you can add fun amenities to the space and everything like that, but you can still attract the same amount of guests and you can still stand out on your property without going crazy and theming it all pink or anything like that. But being sophisticated and have applying timeless design and timeless aesthetic. And one of the things that I want people to know and understand is, yes, you can still theme things and you can still brand your properties, which I'm very big on talking about. And I will talk about it at the summit. But with that, The benefit of having a more timeless aesthetic versus a themed property, what happens with themes and trends? They die out. And maybe you'll get five years out of that, maybe a little bit more. But the thing about being timeless is you can still have these beautiful Instagrammable moments that, you know, places that your guests are going to be able to create lifelong memories, but you don't have to. You know, drop a bunch of cash in five years to redo that bathroom or that bedroom um, all over
0: again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm excited to hear you talking about the summit. So, the Level Up Your Listing Summit for any of you who are listening and are wondering. I wonder what I'm going to do at the end of February. You should totally join Tatiana and I and Natalie Palmer and so many other fabulous ladies at the level up your listing summit. It is going to be three days that are unforgettable. I know it. So Tatiana, I just want to congratulate you and Natalie for putting on that amazing event and for speaking at the short term rental virtual summit for women. Again, I'm really excited, not only for your summit, but just to watch you continue to grow in in your path.
1: I I am so grateful for even, like, thank you so much for giving that platform for me to be able to do that. Right now, I think, and kind of going back to, like, my vision or purpose, how you asked at the beginning and how that's, like, changed over the years. Right now, all I want to do is give back to people and you know educate them in that space and provide the tools for them to you know have time freedom and financial freedom because that was what i felt so bound down to when i was working a 9 to 5 when i felt like i had to achieve all these levels in my life to make something of myself and now you know looking back if you asked me 8 years ago would you see this happening in your life i would have been like no, that would never happen to someone like me. I would never have that option, you know, and I always have this thing where I joke where I'm like, it's never the easy way. Never in my life is it the easy way. But for that, I'm so grateful because now I've what I like to say to people, especially when I'm educating them in the short term rental space. And I'm sure, Stacy, you feel the same way when you're teaching people, we let us deal with all the hard stuff. Let us go through that so we can teach you how to bypass
0: it. Amen, sister. (laughs) Amen. Okay. I want to shift gears a little bit and I want to move into what I like to call the lightning round. Okay. So what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to answer with the very first thing that comes to mind. And the first question is, where is your favorite place to vacation?
1: Oh, Tulum right now. <laughs> it has to
0: be. But I do
1: love Barcelona. I love Barcelona. That is a, like, I would love to live there.
0: Oh, really? Okay. We will remember that. All right. Where is one place that you've never been that you want to visit? Hawaii. You've never been to Hawaii, girl. Yeah. got to go. You've got to go. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I honeymooned there. Sometime I'll tell you about what I call our National Lampoon's Honeymoon from Hell. That's over a glass of wine sometime. Don't get me wrong. My husband and I have been married for almost 30 years. We were married in 1994. Wow. And- congratulations on and- that. And- that is no small feat. So we made it through the Honeymoon from Hell. But he and I literally, we look back on it and we're like, wow, that happened to us. Okay. What is one thing you know now that you wished you had known when you started out in short-term rentals?
1: Ooh, I have to think about that. One thing I know now that I wish that there's no right way. Everyone. So one of the things that, you know, I'm very respectful of, everyone has an opinion in this industry and there other than, you know, following your rules and regulations and doing it legally is what I believe that there is no right path to success. There are so many different avenues and ways to be successful in this industry. And I wish I knew that at the beginning because then I wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself. And I think it's so interesting, especially being in this industry, like learn as much as you can, take it all in, and you would be so surprised. Like, like you said, Stacey, at the very beginning, every day we're learning something. And it is so amazing. Like you were just at that retreat. I'm sure you maybe picked something up that you didn't even think about.
0: Absolutely. I feel like every day I learn something and you come home from an event or a retreat or a summit. And it's really, it's like drinking from a fire hose for a few days, but it's really what you do with that knowledge. And when you're able to put it into practice as soon as humanly possible, again, you just get further faster. You can take bigger steps forward. Absolutely. Well, and what, isn't that
1: saying, what is it? You never want to be the smartest person in the room because then you're in the wrong room. Like (laughs) start growing. You always want to be learning. And that's the exciting part of like trying to master your profession. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What is the best piece of advice you have ever been given?
1: Actually, this is a recent piece of advice, and I'm going to use this, and you'll probably see me on stage when I'm talking like this, is use those nerves that you get and that anxiety that you get when you're about to do something scary, like public speaking, and use it as fuel and really kind of like step in and embrace that. And I think that is a great piece of advice that I'm trying to implement. So we'll see how it goes. But it was really inspiring to hear that because it's just your body being excited. So step into it.
0: Amen. So I always say when you feel the butterflies in your stomach, you just want all the butterflies rowing together, even though they're not rowing or flying together. Can <laughs> you see butterflies? In them them together. Together. <laughs> yeah. oh, Lordy day. Okay. What is one thing and or person that you're grateful for today?
1: I feel like by, I have to say my fiance, sorry, Nathan, but one thing I, one person, of course, my mother, but there's one person in my life. Her name is Heather, that she has been such a light in my life and helps me work through tough things and an amazing friend. So I would say she is one person that I am so grateful to have in my life and inspires me to be better every day and can when I can't see things, she's usually the one that can help me realize
0: them. I love that. Talk to you. Later. I just again, I am so thankful for you not only being with us on the podcast today, but you know being willing to share your story. And I know it's going to resonate with so many people who have dealt with challenging things in their past and again, I just I want to applaud you for for all the exciting things that you're doing and If someone is listening and maybe wants to get in touch with you, what is the best place for them to reach you online?
1: Yes. So on my Instagram, it's at Tatiana TT, as well as at the www.thanksforbooking.com. That is where if you want any further education on short-term rentals uh, that I can help you from there. Of course, as Stacey mentioned, uh, the Level Up Your Listing Summit is going to be amazing as well. So you can find us on there. Shoot us an email. But if you want to chat more or say hi, definitely on my Instagram. You can slide into my DMs. I love it. Tatiana, thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Yes, thank you so much. It's been so fun to talk.
0: Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com strwebinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass head over to stacystjohn.com slash STR webinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash STR webinar, and I will see you there.